Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Trey Schaap joining us from Sandestin, Florida for SEC meetings. What's up, Trey? What's up, Freak? How are you? Oh, doing good. So yesterday it, it revolved around scheduling and what kind of updates do we have from scheduling, if any? Well, uh, there are no updates. It's still uh, there. There will not be a vote on what schedule format they go to uh, moving forward. Uh, this week down here in Destin, uh, Jimbo Fisher was the chair of the football coaches in their meeting, and they had the shortest meeting with the ADs after. So here, here's what they do. They sit down on Tuesday when they get here, and they have a meeting. And Greg Sankey went in there and met with the football coaches, and then they have more meetings this morning, and then they take what comes out of that meeting to the ADs if there are issues that they would like to see changed. Like Brian Harson talked about, more time with their student athletes, being able to spend more time with them uh, in the off seasons to uh, you know focus on mental health and focus on them getting better. And so they take those issues to the ADs, and then they tell the ADs, here's what we would like to see passed. Here's what we'd like to be have voted on. Here's our stance on it. And then the ADs will take that into the president, presidents and chancellors on Friday when they have their general business session. The meeting with the ADs by the football coaches today lasted two minutes. Two minutes. The shortest meeting that they have had with ADs, I believe, in the history of the SEC spring meetings. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to – they did not push for a vote on an eight – or a nine-game conference regular season. Have we been able to get a feel for what Arkansas prefers? Uh, No, not yet. Uh, Hunter Yerchek's been tied up in meetings all day, and so really can't get a feel for that. Sam Pittman did tell me yesterday, you know, that he would be in favor of either either schedule. He said, we're going to be just fine, uh, whichever way they go. I do know that Ole Miss is one of the schools that would like an eight-game schedule. Um, and when you look at it, guys, you're going to have eight more losses and eight more wins in the SEC if you go to a nine-game conference schedule. So what teams are going to take those losses? What teams are going to get those wins? How does that factor into the college football playoff? One thing that Jimbo Fisher says is we want everybody on a level level playing field. Well, if how, how is that going to get accomplished? Are you going to do that with – is, is every league going to go to nine-game conference schedules in the future? You don't know. You don't know the landscape of college football, what it's going to look like. Obviously, with Texas and OU coming into the league, um, you're definitely going to have a different look to the SEC in a couple of years mm-hmm. when they come in. So Jimbo Fisher said that, look, in the NFL, you know what you, what you can do and what you can't do. You know what the, the postseason looks like, everything. Right now, past 25, I believe, we don't know what college football postseason is going to look like. We don't know what the playoff is going to look like. There is no plan right now for that. And so that's why I believe the coaches are a little apprehensive as to, well, we want to move to nine because what if you have a two-loss team out of the SEC and let's say they don't get into maybe an eight-team playoff um, because they would take six, conference champions and two at large and a two loss sec might not be an at large 
in that uh, scenario. So they're 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 taking a little bit of a pause, I think, right now on it. Uh, Trey uh, Rowe here. Do you think the reason uh, they may be taking that pause is uh, they want to let uh, let things shake out at other conferences first because. Uh, the SEC is adding Texas and Oklahoma, like like has been stated or whatever. But these other conferences are are going to be adding people. Also, it, it, it's it's inching towards closer towards the what four or five super conferences, just five super conferences. You know what I mean? So you think that's right. that's part of the reason why they really didn't discuss that much right now? It could be, uh, Roe. And one of the things too is the fact that if you talk about super conferences is the Big 12 still going to be in the conversation of one of the super conferences in a mm. couple of years? Right. I know they're adding UCF. I know they're adding Houston, Cincinnati, BYU, but they're losing two of their mainstays. And let's say that the Pac-12 doesn't try and take an Oklahoma State um, in the future and, and move them and create maybe a West super conference, and then you got the South super conference with the SEC, and they may take some teams from the ACC. And let's say that the Big Ten takes teams from the ACC, um, meaning like your Miami, your Florida State, mm-hmm. teams like that. Uh, maybe North Carolina gets in there. Clemson definitely, after what they've been doing the last couple of years, probably gets in there. But would you take a Wake Forest as a super conference uh, power? Uh, does Vanderbilt stay in a super conference if it moves to that? These are just hypotheticals that a commissioner saying he says he never speaks in hypotheticals, so he's not going to answer that question. Mm-hmm. But you bring up a good point. is Maybe that's why they're taking a pause right now, just to see what these next couple of years are going to be like. But I understand that the commissioner wants them to have a decision mm-hmm. by the football media days in July on what they want to see, how many games they want uh, in future scheduling. I believe they have it narrowed down. Uh, to two different models that they're looking at uh, with a nine-game and with an eight-game. So, Trey, um, Nick Saban yesterday, he he said a a lot of nothing as far as about Jimbo, and we know that Jimbo spoke today. So, obviously, somebody was going to ask him the question, how did he handle being asked about Nick Saban? He said, I've moved on from that. He said, we're not talking about it. And he got grilled by the national media several different times, several different ways that you can ask the question. And he said, nope, I moved on. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not commenting on it. I moved on. I mean, he, he was the chair of the meeting. So he was he was asked point blank by Heather Dinich of, the, uh, of, the, of ESPN, who covers the college football playoff, and said, did you and Nick have a – did you guys talk at all? And he said, well, we talked about issues that were going on. You know, we had good dialogue. And she said, no, but did you did you go up to him and say, hey, coach, you know, hey, what's going on? He said, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. We've, we've moved on from that. So as far as Jimbo is concerned, he's not saying anything, whether they did or did not talk uh, this, uh, this, this week here in Destin. He said, you know, what I said last week or two weeks ago is what I said. He goes, but, but I'm done talking about it. I moved on. All right, uh, two more things real quick uh, since they're discussing things. Have they discussed these two important things, the fainting goat thing that Ole Miss does and the the uh, what's the best word I can use, um, is inept or just lack of performance from the SEC referees in, uh, in football? Did they discuss that? Like, Because, of course, as fans, we've talked about it. Uh, 
Have they discussed anything as far as holding these referees more accountable? Because they've made some pretty whopper of calls here lately. Ro, that's a good point and a good question that you bring up, and here's the answer to that. Tomorrow, David McDade, the head of a football officials for the Southeastern Conference, meets with the media, I believe, around 2 o'clock. So I will be in that meeting. I will make sure that that question is asked if no one else asks it before I get a chance to. But you bring up good points. The the players that just lay down uh, what can be done within the rules to to prevent that from, you know, basically uh, slowing down the game. Um, and it, it, it shouldn't be part of the game. Look, injuries are part of the game, but when you take something like that and you try to get a competitive advantage, in my opinion, that should not be allowed. Like and so that is one thing that tomorrow, yeah, I will bring it up. Hey, we appreciate it, Trey, and we're going to get more from you throughout the week here on Out of Bounds. Uh, we'll, you, you'll be on tomorrow, and then – of course, yep. Razorback Baseball Friday. on okay, Friday. Baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your time right, there, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, Trey. All right, y'all. Have a good one. All right. Trey Shap from Sandestin, Florida, covering SEC meetings.